The sound of the ukulele means that you're now listening to Kitchen Table Spirituality, the hippest weekly podcast on this side of the Mississippi. I'm here with one cool cat, Charlie Eastman, the pastor of Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southboro, Massachusetts. I almost forgot what church you served, Charlie. Hello, everybody. And I am here with Pastor Jonathan Malone of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster in East Greenwich. Oh, no, 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 no. You're, you finished that gig, right? Of well, First yeah. Baptist Church in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. Yeah, I am trying to figure out, how can I roll my pension over from this Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster denomination oh. into the American Baptist Church? Into MMBB? Dicey. Dicey. They are but, not you know, making it easy. Uh, stick with it. It's okay. worth it. They're, okay. they're now open. They used to... MMBB used to be... Right. Or, anyway... Deep cuts. We don't have to go there. I have to. I'm gonna strain. I'm gonna strain something out of that. Oh, indeed. Indeed. How, how are you? What's that a boot? <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm well. How are you today, Jonathan? I'm good. I. And good. I just want to let people know the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster is an actual church. It's um, a thing. It's. A we don't thing. know if it's a church, but yeah. it's a thing. It's a. Yeah. Check it out. Although, what more is there to be a church in the United States other than to say we're a church? That's part of it. I think that's point. the sum total yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. It's anyway. like being Baptist. We're Baptist. Okay. We're Baptist. Oh, okay, fine. You say yeah. so. All right. Great. Great. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> things are good. Things are good. We're, uh, things are going well here at, uh, in, in Rhode Island. Did you get some coats? Uh, we are collecting them on the 29th, so we haven't... Oh, it's co- coming up. Okay. Yeah, so, in fact, I have to go through my own closets, because we have coats from when my children were wee little lads... Hmm. Uh, so we've got to get them. And they them. didn't hike the life out of them. They've still got something in them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I never let How my kids... How used can a coat be to come gently, to the coat drive? Gently used. Gently, okay. Yeah. Right. So if you have patches sewn on, um, hmm. if there was a mouse family living in your... Mice family? Mice mouse, family? Mouse, mouse family. family. A family of mice living in your coat. Yeah. Um, well, first don't evict them. Not at this time. Timing. Come on. Cruel. Cruel. That's awful. That'd be like throwing a stink bug outside right now. Not yeah. fair. Not yeah. fair. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Live and let live. Yeah, seriously. So no coats of many colors? Well, no, you should save that for the next um, musical that we do. Okay. Uh, no, so gently used and bring them on the 29th, 29th. from 1030 November. to 1230. 29th of November, that's Sunday. Isn't that Advent? It is the first, the first Sunday, Sunday of Advent. Advent. <gasps> well, you know why? Because be. if you bring them in, you can also pick up an Advent wreath kit. Uh, that we're handing out for our Board of Education. You is, guys with the handing out and taking in, it never stops. Is I this know. part of the Jonathan Malone master plan, or was this there when you got there? Uh, it's been, a, it, we've been adopting it since we started. So wow. I, master plan suggests that I'm, I'm thinking beyond two months. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I like to do that. Yeah, I try, but it always, you mm. know, and I end up thinking about the last two months. Uh, so if you uh, just want to finish, if you... Uh, if you end up, if you do want to get a wreath, you need to let Ruth Burke, our Christian Ed director, know. So we can only have, have so many wreath kits available. Ruth's um, wreaths. Ruth's wreaths. Oh, that's good. I like Say that. Say that ten times fast. No, I won't. Thank you, Ruth, for preparing the <laughs> wreaths. That's that's really kind. Yeah. So yeah, that's some good stuff going on. How about how about at Pilgrim Congregational Church? Well, at Pilgrim Congregational Church, we had some kind of challenging news, but we also have good mm. news on the horizon. The challenging news is after Sunday, we had to close in-person worship for a couple weeks. Not yeah. not for any incident within the church, but just numbers in yeah. Massachusetts are 
shooting up precipitously, and frankly, we want to be part of the solution, mm-hmm. not part of the problem. Churches like ours don't tend to be vectors at all, but we, we recognize this is an opportunity to send a message and to, and to do the right thing at this moment. So yeah. just two weeks, we're watching and monitoring everything very closely <clears throat> to, to see what happens with the numbers, but um, we just have a number of communities all around us that shot into yellow, and we're concerned about mm. them heading to red, and so... Taking a quick pause, breather, wait and see, and then we'll we'll be back in the sanctuary as soon as we can. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, we are preparing for consecration Sunday, so right. that's going to be drive up pledging. That's so you can this Sunday, upcoming yeah, Sunday, twenty second. Yeah, Thanksgiving slash consecration Sunday. So you can drive up and uh, drop off your pledge, and we have a little gift for those that are able to to make that commitment at this time. Um, nice. And then we're our outdoor worship just continues on at eleven thirty. Oh, and people are bundled up like it's Easter sunrise or <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. They're, they've got blankets over their legs, and we're having a blast out in the woods. Oh, that's fantastic. And it's a real joyous celebration out there. So Good for you. Hey, yep. if, if I drive up on the 22nd um, yes. and drop off an envelope with no pledge inside, yeah. let's be clear okay. about this. Yes, yes. Would I still get a gift? If I said, let, let's, let's say also I, not lied, but... Um, Verificated. Yeah. You said, here's my pledge envelope. Yes. If I said that, would I get a gift? I, I expect in that setup, though it pains me to say it for your nefarious <laughs> ulterior motive, y- yes, you, you would in fact get the gift. Oh, man. However, we're encouraging our members to bring the envelope with the pledge in, in it. Oh, put the inside. pledge inside. Okay. Ideally. No, no, not the pledge, the pledge card, the, the, oh. the commitment. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. We, Okay, I think that, I'm on on the okay. That's good right. to know. Glad but maybe I'll be there. Out. Maybe. And I'll... we are of course gearing up. You know, you talked about the coats. We're also mm. gearing up for our Christmas Angels program, where nice. we uh, have sponsored families, the Department of Children Family Services, that we contribute to for Christmas, so they can have one mm. ostensibly. That's excellent. So good. A great tradition in the church, and you'll hear more about it in the weeks ahead. If I if I might, I'd like to add one more thing. And hearing about how you had to kind of close down worship. We are also encouraging people to not come to worship. Um, we have, there's no... Uh, but you're man- still holding it. We're still holding it. So you're dangling the carrot and you're saying, don't t- don't get near the carrot. Yeah, basically, yes. I, well, okay, got it. there are folks who need to be there. <laughs> I know. And I, please, here it is, but don't need it. You can, if you can sit in front of the marshmallow for 10 minutes, you get two. That's right. Um, you know, so we're, we're encouraging folks. I know there are some people that need to be in church mm-hmm. and, and we're doing everything we can to make that possible to keep them safe. But um, we really recommend you not come to church. How many does your congregation seat? Do you know? Uh, We seat about, um, uh, pre-COVID time, we seat about 200. Uh Uh-huh. So post-COVID... And do you know the the square footage recommendation currently? Do they give you that in Rhode Island or not? Um, The the standards for Rhode Island churches are really loose and lax. Uh, 50 was what was what we were going with. That's a comfortable number. We can keep people spread out, keep them safe. We feel good mm-hmm. about 50. Beyond that, it's not good. Mm-hmm. In our church, we've got a we've got that 10,000 square foot, what is it, 10,000 square foot rule? 10 per 1,000 square feet? Sorry, don't listen to me. Uh, well, I, I understand, though. Go to if website. You, if you do anything for 10,000 square feet, you be, you, then you will perfect it. Yeah, that's right. Or is that 10,000 hours? It's hours, but... Well Dang done. It. Anyway, it's Ugh. it's a much tighter restriction that we're operating under right now. Um, yeah. Uh, well, speaking of restrictions, oh, let's talk about it. 
Let's that talk was a good, about... good one. <laughs> yeah. um, today, we're going we're to get into a little bit of controversy, mm. I, I think. And uh, what is I, I brought this up, so I'm going to own this. Huge but, controversy, but, actually. Not, not a little yeah. bit of. Yeah, I'm owning it. But Charlie also said, let's do that. That sounds like fun. Let's, I, I think... po- let's point out the log in somebody else's eye rather than the, the splinter <laughs> exactly. in someone else's eye rather than the log in our own. I'm sure we'll come back to us somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, you know, recently uh, some news has come out that Pope John Paul II, um, the now Saint John Paul. Indeed. The Fast tracked. Uh, knew about a cardinal, oh. um, someone that he made cardinal from the United States, who um, had allegations of sexual misconduct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and probably not just like one or two, but enough that it should have said this is not someone you want to... Yeah. So knew about it. So, I mean, there's a lot of layers to that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the layers of just the whole sexual abuse conflict, or um, not conflict, um, what's the word? Scandal. Mm. Uh, uh, with the Roman Catholic Church, um, we have the idea of making someone a saint too soon. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is a big part of that problem. You should wait. Um and just then, you know, like, the brokenness of, of church. And when I say that, I, I bring us all into that. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, cult uh, cult of personality versus actual religious experience and faith. Um, you know, we're, we're at the point now in the United States where we, we're ready to canonize someone just because they tweet something we like. We've gotten yeah. really um, profligate with our, uh, with oh, our uh, attribution of sainthood. Yeah, I'm trying. Well, to and hard. he, it, there, it used to be a rule that you couldn't even start the process f- until 50 years after the person's death. A very, very good rule. You know, it's it's a function of the speed of, uh, I'll put life in air quotes, uh, mm. or what people perceive as the speed of life. Look, just because you can press a button on your phone and get every piece of information that ever existed in human history, doesn't mean that that's how all of life should work. There are right. really good reasons. You know, people people dump on the Catholic Church for so many different reasons, and I'm an outsider, not an insider. Mm-hmm. I've never right. been Catholic. I've attended Catholic services and found them really moving at times, but this is an outsider critique. Um, sure. You know, that, that 50-year waiting period was one of the best things the Catholic Church could have done, because this is precisely the kind of thing that right. comes out and bites you in the tuchus after you've thought you had all your ducks in a row, and you, you really didn't. You yeah. really, really didn't. On the other hand, there are going to be those folks so caught in cult of personality on this gentleman mm-hmm. who was obviously someone who did a, a, who, who was a powerful figure for many, um, mm-hmm. who are going to say, uh, well, that's, that's, you know, too bad. Yeah, there are those who are already coming to um, or trying to uh, say, no, 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 um, he, he didn't know. He wasn't aware. Hmm. He thought it was a conspiracy, mm-hmm. um, um, his supporters. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, we have to be careful when we make someone a saint. Now, I, it, it, there also is that, that deeper issue. I should say I am not anti-Catholic. No, um, no, I did, am I. I did, no, I, I did graduate studies at, a, at the University of Dayton, which is a fine Catholic university. Mm-hmm. I mean, even... Dare I say, Charlie, some of my Dare best you. friends are Catholic. Wow, look at that. Look what you did I there. Know. I did it. Yep. There is I a, did, th- yeah. there, there would not be 
a United Church of Christ, or American Baptist churches, if mm-hmm. the Holy Roman Empire hadn't kept the light on for us through the Middle Ages, hadn't decided that preserving all this knowledge wasn't so important, hadn't preserved scriptures and illuminated texts, hadn't gone to the trouble of creating monastic orders to keep the faith alive right. in the midst of... We, we owe it all to the mm-hmm. Roman Catholic Church. Of course, the Eastern Orthodox folks, the Eastern Orthodox folks are now saying like, well, you know, we were there first. That's true. And they (laughs) they did the same thing. And and for me, when I talk about the Roman Catholic Church, I'm I'm in the back of my mind, I've got the Eastern Church, and I guess we could have gotten here through the Eastern Church, but given our history over the last couple hundred years, it seems less likely. Yeah, Western Christianity uh, comes out of Roman Catholicism. It does. So there, I mean, there's so, like I said, there's so many layers. First, I, I think we can, the, there, the critique that um, the hierarchy of Roman Catholicism horribly dropped the ball yeah. is a fair and still very alive critique. Well, it's like a government, isn't it? When, when the government does yeah. something wrong, the government rarely, unless you're in a Scandinavian country, rarely does the government come out and say, we made a mistake. You know, it's just not, and and especially not now. So any entity like a major corporation or like the Roman Catholic Church, anything that's got that much structure to it, that many fingers in the pie, that many co-collaborators, it's just too darn big. And human beings do well in smaller groups, but in groups that big... Look at the scandals at the mega churches that happen mm-hmm. because there's just too many people whose job it is to protect the organization. And that's how an organization, a government, and anything survives right. over time. There is nothing, there is none that does good uh, on the whole. Overall, right. there's always some structure in place to hide the faults and celebrate the however minor the victories are in order to keep the thing going. But when keeping right. the thing going becomes your God, rather than doing what the thing was chartered to do to the best of its ability originally, right? then this, this is going to happen. It'll happen to any church that, tr- yeah. that gets that big and that powerful. Well, I'm, Charlie, I'm sure there's been times in your ministry, and there have been for mine, when you know, you're faced with a situation and, and you could say, look, it would be so easy just for me just to do this. <laughs> you know, just to like, I'll just, I'll just go ahead and take care of it. Indeed. But instead to say, all right, you know what? The right thing to do is to bring, have a congregational meeting, talk about everything going on. It's going to yeah. be harder. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it may be painful, but, you know, that this is the right thing to do. Air it and out. Oftentimes, Air it out. Yeah. Put the, shine the light on it. Yeah. Oftentimes the right thing to do is the hard thing to do. Uh, and, and, you know, and I think it, it, it bears repeating that part of what was so egregious about this is uh, the covering up yeah. and the moving people around who have been um, accused of, of um, you know, of, of sexual abuse. Yeah. That, I mean, so when people, it, it, we've lost, their, not we, but folk, individuals have lost a sense that church could be safe. That like the idea of sanctuary was broken. Yeah. Uh, and and I say I, there are still billions of Roman Catholics who are very devoted. There are thousands, hundreds of thousands of priests that are dedicated and good priests, um, other leaders who are good leaders. But this was still so systemic and deep, uh, yeah. you know, that it it's a part of the church's history that needs to be talked about, shared about, and remembered. Uh, and 
I, you know, I for a while was a fan of of John Paul II for the most part. There were mm-hmm. some things about um, his uh, his stance against homosexuality. I was not a I I'm, I was not okay with, and his stance on uh, on abortion. Right. Um, Unfortunately, his um his uh his position. Well, see, his stance on abortion was inherited in a systemic way that I I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, these these are all functions of his time, aren't they? Yeah. The stance against homosexuality, the stance on abortion were things that were so of their moment. And, and those that stood against um, the issues the way he stood for them, if that's the right characterization, were certainly right. vanguards and trailblazers, but that was not historically... Anyway, um, it right. sounds like I'm making excuses. I guess well, see, I am. It's I think, I'm not trying to justify it, but yeah. Well, I think those are things like I, I you know, because I could understand where he was coming from. Like, I don't like those things, but I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It seemed to be from a place of integrity, but this is not okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, so that cult of personality, I think, is another. That's an important thing to be aware of. That none of us are saints. That's right. That, yeah, um, yeah, that that accountability, yeah. that lack of, yeah, just organizational pride that funnels into, it's just, you know, this kind of a win at all costs mm-hmm. um, connection to what we do in in our work, in our our lives, and in our organizational connections, and it's it's really hard when something has done so much good in your opinion. Over the yeah. life of the organization, it's it's really hard to look at things like this as anything other than a setback, like a like mm-hmm. a bump in the road that we just need to move on from. the ch- The challenge is, especially with something like the the abuse scandal, is that well, it's for the, for what apparently is a majority of people that are willing to comment on polls on it, it's not a bump in the road. It's a relationship mm-hmm. ending breach of trust. Yeah. And there's yeah. so many people, our, our UCC churches and probably Baptist ones as well, have reaped mm-hmm. such an incredible harvest of people who left the Catholic Church during this scandal. Well, those who still felt they needed to be at a church and were willing to take a risk. That's right. Many yeah, of very just grateful for that. Left. But, many yeah. just left. I, I think what is, one of the things that we need to always take from this is to say, let's really look at ourselves. And, and uh, what are those things that we might be trying, looking the other way about? What are those things that we might try and be trying to cover up? Hopefully there's nothing so systemically rotten as, as, uh, as, as the sexual abuse scandals in, in Roman Catholicism. But every church has its moments where we, we know we could have done better and we didn't. Yeah, what, do you, what do you put up with at your church that you know you shouldn't? But you put up with it hmm. because it's a church or because of the benefit you get from it at church? Right. Who are you stringing along because, well, but they do this thing so great, it's still worth keeping them on. Right, right. In spite of the fact that, that they or their behaviors or the results of their work might be corrosive or debilitating or whatever else, it doesn't have to be sexual abuse. There could be other right. things that are happening that we need to be honest about. And, and of course, it's also... You know, I don't know whether this was the, the 60s into the 70s or that, that sense that, well, because I think it's okay, it, it is okay, because I need to follow my heart, and mm. I, I'm free to be you and me and all that oh, well, stuff. That was a great album, though. Oh, boy. Um, you know, there, 
Are, are we really talking about absolute morality versus relative morality? Are we... Oh, wow, Charlie. I'm sorry. You're getting into places I wasn't prepared for. I've got to get out some more books or something. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> ruffle the books, ruffle the books. Harumph. I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Oh, um, my gosh. Oh. Yeah, we... Um, but but it's it, for me, it all comes down yeah. to, to this issue of trust. Uh, I actually pulled up a chart that mm-hmm. I wanted to share uh, oh. verbally. Great. Um, I was going to say visuals are always great yeah, on a podcast. They are. I'll hold it up for Jonathan. It's the Forbes.com list of most trusted professions. Oh, yeah. And boy, did this list change after the beginnings of the clergy abuse. Uh, we sure. dropped out of the top 10 for a long time. Clergy were yeah. out. Currently, uh, and when I say currently, it's always for the year before. So this is the Forbes list for 2019 of the most trusted and least trusted professions. Mm -hmm. Um, Number one on the list, and this is not all professions. It's just the most at the top and then the least at the bottom. And the clergy are right above some of the lesser ones. But just ranked in order without telling you the exact percentages. Number one, nurses. Hmm. Nurses. Number two, medical doctors. Number three, pharmacists. Pharmacists have been on the rise. Good for Number that. four, and good for number four, high school teachers. Oh, high good. school teachers risen again. Number five, police officers. Oh. Number six, accountants. Well. Number seven, <laughs> clergy. Almost dead in the middle. And we oh. share the middle with journalists. And then after that... This is of the most trusted, Now we're getting into the least trusted because it's most and least. So once we cross this dividing line, clergy are right above it, journalists are right below it. And then building contractors, bankers, real estate agents, lawyers, business executives, car salespeople, and finally at the bottom, year after year in these polls, members of Congress. Wow. I wonder where um, refrigerator repairmen and women show up in that. Mm. So uh, all that belabored chart describing to, to just say, you know, clergy have repaired a lot of the damage that, that were done, and clergy are not the church. Clergy no. are a part of no. the church. But this is a bellwether on how public opinion polling to, to Forbes mm-hmm. magazine is, um, is playing, Gallup, to, to Gallup, I'm sorry, sure. um, how that's playing currently. And believe me, we're going to take another hit in the wake of this church in general. And this is why it's so frustrating for us outside the Catholic Church, because for so many people, church is the Catholic Church, or or basically it's two churches. It's the Southern Baptist Convention, or it's the Catholic Church. Those are the churches. Yeah, both institutions that I really don't want to be associated with. Well, for for our own reasons, in spite of the good they might do. Yeah, that was nicely said. Good good cover, Charles. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Yeah. If you need a primer on American Baptist versus uh, Southern Baptist Convention, send Jonathan an email at oh, Pastor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I could go for days. I'll bet you could. And there's reasons why it's, it's important for people to be part of the Southern Baptist Convention. There's reasons why it's important for people to be part of the American Baptist. But That's right. You right. know where we stand. There's no questions left about that in this podcast. So I, This isn't know, the I whole wanna... issue, though. Trust isn't the whole issue. Right. So I, I, um, I think it's important for us to pray for the Roman Catholic Church, because as I said, there are good. many individuals, like good, faithful individuals, who continue to be spiritually fed, mm-hmm. uh, and right. and they are our brothers and sisters. Yeah. Uh, so it 
when when I when we say we're outsiders, we are to a degree, but there is also a way in which we need to humble ourselves and say that we walk alongside with them. Mm-hmm. And when they fall, we also fall, as you showed with the clergy, you know, trustworthiness. Yeah. So to pray for them, uh, you know, I think that's important. Of course, it, you know, our, both of our churches do everything we can to make sure children are safe. Absolutely. That we're doing everything appropriate and uh you know but if you are part of another church make sure your church is doing everything it can right now you probably know children's program anyways that's right but make sure they're doing everything that they can and and i think this does call for a sense of humility mm. Big that, time. that we all need to carry and to ourselves as well we may say oh, i think i'm doing all right uh, yeah, and that's then, not the response the response i would hope would be there but for the grace of god go i or we hmm. Everybody yeah. has to be vigilant. Everybody has to... Hey, yes, kids are not in Sunday school at this moment, but what a great time for your church to review its safe church policy. Yeah. While we're not, while we're not in, you know, busy doing all the things we usually do as a church, why not go back to the drawing board, look at your vision and mission statements, make sure your safe church policy aligns with that, make sure it makes sense as part of your church bylaws or charter, however your church is structured. Um, yeah. If you've got denominational resources for this, um, activate on them. Make sure your pastors have boundary training. There's so much that we've instituted as a result of the scandal, unfortunately, that yeah. that can now help protect. But but more than anything, if you hear or see something, you got to speak up. Yeah, you, you have do. to say something. Yeah. You can't hide yeah. this. Yeah. Well... On that happy note, <laughs> how about how about just quickly on the canonization piece? I mean, oh sure, yeah. Is there anything to say other than the fifty-year waiting period was a good idea? Well, fifty-year waiting period is uh, to even start the process. It mm-hmm. should be, I think, it should be a hundred years. Do you know why they also, move so fast now? Um, uh, Pope John Paul II did away with that rule, and then Benedict made uh, um, waived it is even more when after. You know, when he became Pope to let John Paul um, become, mm-hmm. you know, move to um, canonization. They yeah. did it alongside with Mother Teresa, and oh, it's hard to yes. not see that as yes. political. Yeah. It's, there are still a lot of, there's a lot of uh, conservative movements within Roman Catholicism mm-hmm. that is constantly vying for power yeah. and, um, and looking for, for ways to bolster their base. And that's, it's hard to, to see it any other way. If people want to know more about this kind of stuff, where can they where can they go to? Do you have any resources that people can read or? Well, I so is the article I found a um, a Reuters article about the this most recent scandal. Okay. And Reuters is a really good news source. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they they got into it more. I will have to look to see if there's a a good just intro to Catholicism kind of website. Yeah, I have a book that's into. about four inches thick called Catholicism. That's just a. It's got everything in it, but it doesn't really get into these movements. And some people get exposed to what's yeah. going on in these different movements within Catholicism, unfortunately, through a completely fictional source, the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, and no, they don't think, read that. They think, oh, I know what the Templars are, and now I know what all the, you know, I know what... Yeah. No, don't read those. Anyway. I mean, you could read... Oh, boy. Talk to your priest. That's first. Um, great. But they yeah, may great. not know, but um, there's there are some good books there. I... Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. I'm, I'm just yeah, looking you really did. myself. Yeah, there's like a history of canon law, which can kind of get into it, but that also gets into the weeds of other stuff. Um, a medieval history of the church, 
gets into a lot of this because that's when a lot of a lot of these practices came out during the medieval era. Mm-hmm. So that kind of history may be helpful, and there's some good histories out there. I just don't have any off the top of my head. Um, I don't understand. There used to be uh, someone who had the role of devil's advocate when anyone was up for canonization, mm. and their job was to find every reason to not make that person a saint, and to really just dig and search and. That's where the phrase the devil's advocate comes from? From what I understand, yeah. Well, you can you can go to the list of Christian movements at Wikipedia to to start. That's 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 not just Catholicism, that's a lot of different um, movements in Christianity, but but you can find the ones that are tuned to Catholicism. Um, but yeah. there's probably people writing on this currently. Uh, on the other yeah. hand, there's some there's some movements in Catholicism that want light shed, and there's others that would prefer to kind of operate right. on the QT. I'd say, so. um, email me if you want to know more, and I'll do the research. Oh, okay. Thank you, John. I have, yeah, I have background in this, and, and uh, you can always email us at um, 12 enough, written out, Spelled out at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Let's move to prayer. Oh, let's pray. I have a prayer from someone who is not a saint, but an ama- amazing individual, okay. Martin Luther King Jr. Hey, look at that. Uh, and uh, his prayers, he uses a lot of the thou and thee language, but I, I'm going to keep to that when we read it. Okay. I like so, it. Yeah, I think this is a good one. All right. Let's pray. Let us pray. God, we pray for our Roman Catholic brothers and sisters. We pray that despite the fallings and failings and shortcomings of that church, they're still able to hear your salvation message, to respond in a way that's true to who they are, and to be authentic in their faith. We pray for all the servants within the Roman Catholic Church, the priests, the nuns, the, all of those who are there that, who are there for the best reasons that they are able to continue their ministry with integrity. We pray for your church universal that we may be able to sit with our brothers and sisters, even when they've fallen so far, to say, we will be with you, we'll walk with you, we will not reject you. (laughs) Humble us, Lord, so that we can know that we are all broken and we all need your grace. God, just help us to be our best selves and to serve all your children. Help us also to be honest when we fail and to completely change ways of doing things that must completely change in order to in order to protect the most sacred of our obligations our obligations to one another and from Martin Luther King Jr thou eternal god out of whose absolute power and infinite intelligence the whole universe has come into being we humbly confess that we have not loved thee with our hearts souls and minds and we have not loved our neighbors as Christ loved us. We have all too often lived by our own selfish impulses rather than by the life of sacrificial love as revealed by Christ. We often give in order to receive. We love our friends and hate our enemies. We go the first mile but dare not travel the second. We forgive but dare not forget. And so, as we look within ourselves, we are confronted with the appalling fact that the history of our lives is the history of an internal revolt against you. But thou, O God, have mercy upon us. Forgive us for what we could have been but failed to be. Give us the intelligence to know your will. Give us the courage to do your will. Give us the devotion to love your will. 
In the name and spirit of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. That's a great one. Yeah. You, you, you always bring these prayers that are just so awful, and so when you bring a good one, it's always a, a rare experience. <laughs> I'm like, well, every, you know, every prayer always... you bring, I just gush over. I'm like, oh, that, now that's the best prayer. Now that's, that's the, the best one. Prayer. That's the one. No, that is a good one. That, that's, well, King, I mean, he, he uh, well, we don't need to, uh, he, his life exemplified his faith. Kind of a great ways. guy. Yeah, not perfect. Not perfect, but kind not of perfect. a great guy. But kind of a great guy. If I could be a fraction of who he was, hmm. I'd feel pretty good about myself. I, I'd feel good about you as well. Oh, wow. Jealous, Thanks, but good. <laughs> Hey. Well, you're, you've got three-eighths at least. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, all right, folks. Have a great um, week. Hope, yeah, have a good week. Don't forget to go uh, drop off your pledge envelope with the pledge card inside the On envelope. November 22nd. That's Pilgrim Sunday. Congregational Church. Drive up all between right. the church and the town hall. We'd love to I'll see I'll try you. to be there. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> have a great right, week. Be well, all. Bye. Kitchen Table Spirituality is a podcast of the 12 Enough Network. To send a comment about this show or any other shows, those can be sent to 12enough at gmail.com. 12 is written out. You can come to the show page, 12enough.com, and find notes on this episode and past episodes and other things that happen in the 12 Enough Network. Come to the Facebook page, 12enough, uh, Facebook slash 12enough, uh, and follow us there as well. And as always, thank you very much for listening. Well, on that happy note,